What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 501st episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, SBJ. Steve, with me is Greg. Hello. Shout out to the 501 Legion. We are at your episode. It's all an all Star Wars episode. So settle back. There's no Pokemon news to talk about. We'll talk about Stormtroopers, Order 66, all the things that are important to the 501. Man, I don't even know how many Star Wars podcasts there are, but probably a lot. Uh, do you think I interact with Star Wars fandom? <laughs> are you, I, I need my sanity. Thank you very much. Will also here. And I'm now. I am just waiting for the uh, "this should not have happened" emails to start rolling in again, like the last time we had a Star Wars episode. Look. I already mentioned in episode 500 what my number one fandom was. And if you don't expect it to come up now that all the gates are off, I don't know what world you're living in. All complaints can be sent to at wash in the sink. Go right ahead. I will be deleting my Twitter account soon anyway. I want to know if there's like a way I can delete my Twitter account but not let somebody else get it. Because then uh, people are going to think that you know no. they're talking to me. So I can't. I can't delete it. I can't. I mean, just lock it down. Yeah, just lock Kick it. everybody off and lock it off. <sighs> Something like that. Lock it up. Lock it up. Mm. Lock it. Hey, we have a show for you guys today. This is probably the last episode before Pokemon Day. Oh, I see. I'm like, before what? So we could spend that. the entire episode... Speculating? Speculating. But at this point, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get Gen 9 DLC for Arceus. There you go. They're just going to skip putting out a different game. Well, you know, recording this episode is doing nothing for my uh, Pikmin Bloom community day. <laughs> That's true. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm not getting 10,000 steps in sitting in this chair. Record as fast as possible so we can Pikmin Bloom. I, I, we do have a lot of news. The speculation for Pokemon Day is going to be the same as everyone else. It's like maybe Gen 9, maybe Johto remakes, maybe Black and White, maybe Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire 2, maybe Hey You Pikachu 4, maybe Pokemon Shuffle Redux, maybe Cafe Park Pokemon 7. Y. Wait, did we say Pokemon Y? No. Pokemon Gray? All the Pokemon third Z. versions? Or Z, Z, yes. And I then if you just keep saying Pokemon Sleep every single day, you'll eventually be right. So... That's a, it's like saying Beetlejuice. You say it enough times, it's eventually going to pop up. I don't think I've ever seen that movie from start to finish. What? You think there's Beetlejuice a good podcasts movie? out there? I've seen like some of Edward Scissorhands. That's like the same people, right? No, not at all. <laughs> I I am. I, I okay. Not <sighs> Steve, take your headphones off. Everybody listening. Every day we have to deal with. He Every doesn't know day. how to heat up soup. Every day. Every day. Not only have I seen the Beetlejuice movie, I was a huge fan of the Beetlejuice cartoon. The cartoon was so good. <laughs> it was so good and so and like underrated. I want to see the musical. Eh, Broadway's dead for me. Mm. Everything's dead for you. Well, after I put down that de-icer, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of dead, this will be our first news article here. It's actually off Nintendo America's Twitter, the official Twitter. 
As of late March 2023, it will no longer be possible to make Nintendo eShop purchases from the Wii U and the Nintendo 3DS family of systems. Oh my word. I almost got into an argument on Tuesday night, <laughs> and I decided to just... Was it Tuesday or was it... No, it was Tuesday night, and I almost had to step away. But read the get, article me, and we'll figure out if I was in the right or not. Okay. But go ahead. The, if you just read that tweet, it's very misleading uh, because things get worse a lot quicker than you would expect. So uh, they do have like a read more here that I'm sure no one ever clicked uh, because most people just read headlines and then move on with their lives. A headline has it all. <laughs> it's true. I get, mm -hmm. I, I get angry off the headline and what more do I need? I got my rush. So the support.nintendo.com article says... As of late March 2023, it will no longer be possible to purchase Nintendo eShop. Uh, purchases in the Nintendo eShop for the Wii U and the 3DS it will also no longer be possible to download free content, including game demos. Furthermore, as this date draws closer, relative related services, they could be relatives, will cease to function. So here's the big, here's the big thing. As of May 23rd, 2022, which is in like two months, two months. Yeah. You can no longer add a credit card to add funds to your account to make purchases for the Wii U or the 3DS systems. That's pretty big. Yeah. That uh, restricts you to then only going out and buying the uh, cards. and uh, Or PayPal. Didn't, I think they had PayPal. They don't mention PayPal at all here, so I wonder if yeah. PayPal is directed. What if I already have a card stored there? Because I do. I do, too. Ooh, that's a good one. You'll no longer be possible to use... No, it says you cannot use a credit card to add funds. Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, as of August 29th, 2022, it will no longer be possible to use a Nintendo eShop card to add funds to a Nintendo eShop uh, account on both the Wii U and the 3DSs. However, it is po still possible to redeem the cards as of March of 2023. Stock up. This is it. Go to go to GameStop. Get them all. Buy them out. I've got I've got the real legitimate outrage though. Okay. Because we'll go to, we'll go to the rage desk for Will. Because I'm out of the three of us, the only person that still has a Wii U plugged into a television set. Okay. okay. I, say, I have my Wii U, but it's not plugged in. What, plugged in, charged. <laughs> used on the occasion <laughs> number one issue i have some games that are not stored on my wii u i used to have them stored on an external drive that external drive has died i forgot that was a thing for the wii u if i do not get them down in time i will lose them yes so now i have to do the calculation of do i get another external drive to put bayonetta and bayonetta 2 on or do I just buy them for the Switch? Just buy them for the Switch. It's going to be cheaper. The Switch? It's going to be cheaper to buy the new versions. No, it's because like, you can get a hard drive for like $10 or something. I don't know. <laughs> I've already spent so much money on those games. That's true. I'm, I'm swimming in external hard drives over here. Give me, give me. Uh, Steve could give me one for free, and then yeah, I don't you have to buy one. them I got them. But okay, the other issue, and the issue that I almost got into an argument on Tuesday night about was someone at the card shop said, Pokemon Bank is going to be free. 
because they're turning off the servers, so they can't charge you for it anymore. That's and I'm like kind of true. It's kind of true, but it will be free of March of 2023. So if you are excited or being like, finally, it's going to be free, and you're going to wait 13 months to save five dollars, <laughs> you got but some wait. weird priorities happening. Wait, why are they not next week going to come out with an announcement saying? We're discontinuing Pokemon Bank because there's no 3DS anymore. You have to move your stuff to Pokemon Home or say goodbye. What, what, I mean, what is this belief they, that they're going to continue? They've already announced that Bank is going free for a while. Okay, okay. I, just, is, like, I, I have it here off Pokemon.com. It will say, right. it says, Pokemon Bank services will be available at no cost to players. Paid passes will be discontinued, but users will still be able to access some features, including transferring their Pokemon to Pokemon Home. With the discontinuation of the Nintendo eShop service, the Nintendo 3DS families of systems, the Pokemon Bank service for the Nintendo 3DS will become available at no cost to users. You will still be able to enjoy, you will still be able to transfer the Pokemon you've deposited in bank to home even after the paid service discontinued. And you will be able to bring Pokemon into bank from compatible titles. However, you need to be enrolled in the paid Pokemon home premium plan to do so. In In late March of 2023, Pokemon Paid Pass will no longer be offered, at which time Pokemon Bank and Pokemon Transporter will no longer be available to download. On the same day, trainers will be able to start using Pokemon Bank at no cost. Be aware that there are no refunds for the Paid Passes already been purchased. There is no end date planned or for the no-cost service. Any further changes will be announced on Pokemon.com and elsewhere. The fact that, like, companies or, like, the media outlets, like Polygon or IGN, was like, Pokemon Bank is going free. Again, in 13 <laughs> months. And the cost well, of Pokemon Bank per year is $5. Uh, <laughs> the headline isn't wrong. It's going free, correct? They don't need to put a time frame in the headline. Read the article. That's what it's there for. You, you take the bait, and then you read their stuff. Or you don't take the bait, you read the headline, and then you get into arguments with Will at a card shop. Some things I want to mention here. For 3DS eShop stuff, uh, I would probably recommend downloading the Sun and Moon demo. It is a like unique demo. It's not one of those, like, play the first 10 minutes of Pokemon and then replay the first 10 minutes of Pokemon. The Sun and Moon demo is unique. And at the end of it, you do get Ash Greninja. And then you can transfer Ash Greninja into um, Bank and then Bank into Home. Uh, because it has I the think ability. The Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire was like that too, because you could get the Mega Glalie. Yeah, but what could you get? There's a demo. What could you get from that demo? I remember. Um, so the I would I would recommend downloading the Sun and Moon demo. It's free. Uh, if you want to get Ash Green Ninja, oh my gosh, it takes maybe like thirty minutes to get through it. Uh, it probably and it also has like more Kahili dialogue than actual Sun and Moon has. The other thing I would recommend. Is if you're an actual hardcore Pokemon fan, I would download Pokemon Dream Radar. It's $2.99. Uh, it gives you the Therian forms of Landorus, Thunderous, and Tornadus. Uh, also, if you were to put in like a copy of Heart Gold, you get like a Dream Ball Ho Oh. Put in a copy of mm-hmm. Platinum, you get Dream Ball Giratina. Put in a copy of Pearl, you get Dream Ball Palkia. Uh, the only problem with Dream Radar is it existed before, like, timed mobile games really took off. So you're only allowed to play Dream Radar for, like, 
15 minutes a day and then you're like exhausted from energy and you have to come back the next day. Also, it uses AR and it's really bad and awful. But if you want those Pokemon I just listed in Dream Balls uh, for two ninety nine, you can have them all after like sixty days of playing. It's well, you also have to have the skill to bad. catch them because it's it's not a hundred percent that easy to to play the actual game. I don't remember being. I just sat in the whirly chair and spun <laughs> yes, around until I found it. You must need a hard. dust chair that spins in a circle, otherwise you're never going to beat that game. <laughs> I mean, that is literally everybody's life. Everybody now who works for Mama has a spinny desk chair. And if you are with your parents who work for home, they have a spinny desk chair. Just say, hey, parental unit, please allow me to spin in your chair. I got to catch some Pokemans. Uh, going back to the support.nintendo article, it says even after late March of 2023 and for the foreseeable future, it is it will still be possible to re-download games and DLC receive software updates, and enjoy online play on the Wii U and the Nintendo 3DS family of systems. So you still can download your Bayonettas, Will. Okay, okay. I mean, this is like their, hey, don't make any more purchases because we're going to shut the service down in X amount of years. Uh, they have a Q&A. First question is, why is this happening? Their answer, <laughs> this is part of the natural life cycle for any product line as it becomes less used by consumers over time. Uh, the natural life cycle of the storage space that one single digital game takes on a server. <laughs> well, look, do you know how many trees they have to burn to keep access to Pokemon Bank going? To shift gears back to like the Pokemon Bank thing, if Pokemon Bank slash... It's not even Pokemon Bank. It's that it, when Nintendo decides to shut down these servers, which they, they will eventually, that shuts down servers for all games. What happened on the DS? That's why you can't wonder trade anymore in in black and white. Black and white had wonder trade, right? Yeah, Something like that. At Dreamworld, maybe you can't Dreamworld anymore. What? Yeah, GTS online trade. There you go. Simplify it. You can't online trade in black and white or Diamond Pearl. And then there's going to be one person typing an angry email that they connected to some fan-made DNS server to be able to trade. Yeah, I'm, yes. that exists. Which <laughs> reminds me, I have another point of contention with the two of you, but let's get through what? this. Why yeah. are you always mad at us? We are never mad at you. Yeah, we're providing valuable services. Because here. you guys say weird things that don't make sense, and then I'm like, why did they say this weird thing? I don't understand. Yeah, Pokemon Bank will be free in 13 months for the foreseeable future. That foreseeable future is when Nintendo decides to cut the online altogether, which forces Pokemon Bank to no longer work. So if that hap if and when that happens, you are now cutting off Ruby and Sapphire and Gale of Darkness and Colosseum, the oldest Pokemon games you can get Pokemon in, up to Sword and Shield. Well, I guess technically let's go. You can't, you can't move things into Let's Go, but. So they're going to announce remakes of Gale of Darkness for Pokemon Day. Yeah, so you can compensate get for it. 60 Shadow Pokemon. Yeah. Shadow Lugia, 100 people to battle on a mountain. No, it's not Shadow Lugia. It's Apex Lugia. Come on. We'll get to that news. They have said before, they as in like Masuda and Amori have said before they don't want to make the mistake that they made between the Game Boy and the Game Boy Advance. 
And that was like kind of out of their control because that was like hardware stuff. Like they didn't yep. design the Game Boy Advance to the Game Boy. Like, well, also, it was supposed to end in gold silver. Like, I don't think they had a huge plans and went to Nintendo. Like, we're hey, make sure these are compatible because I think most people when they were developing it, all that said, oh, well, this is the final part of the Pokemon series, and then it didn't end. Yeah. And they're like, we have to now come up with Why more Pokemon. Uh, Electric, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's put in three of the greatest Pokemon we've ever created in Gen 3 and make Gen 3 the best that's ever been put out. Is it going to be in, I don't know, let's just say three years. Is it going to be like, this is it. There's no more transferring from these old Pokemon games. Or is it going to be, they are going to come up with something in the next year that like lets you scan a qr code and send it to you. like we have pokemon home on our phone mm-hmm. and i don't think you need online anything to say read the game or the game cartridge in the ds transferred into this app and then the app generates a qr code or something and then bluetooth or whatever and sends it to the phone right like well, that's my. Then they'd have to give you a new app for your 3ds, right? So are they? Would they make a new app in the next year to Heck do no, that? No, but all the 3ds developers <laughs> are gone. Are gone. They, they don't. They've, they it's don't been have sent a code to the pastures anymore. Um, I could see them making a separate service. I could see them making a Pokemon branded device where it's plug in your old games into this Pokemon device and let it read your save file, but legally, and then we'll extract out the Pokemon and send them to home. Well, Transporter sends Pokemon from the Virtual Console games directly into Bank. They could just update Transporter to do like, hey, Transporter's just, from here on out, there is no Bank. There's only Transporter, and Transporter is only sending to home. But there's no... Online Nintendo servers, how is it sending it to home without directly sending it locally through a QR code or through Bluetooth or whatever? Yeah, I, I imagine there might be something on the Switch, because Switch creates its own... When you're sending pictures to your smartphone, it creates its own little network and hook it up that way. So they may just be like, we're making this app on the Switch, and we're making this dongle that you can attach. Yeah. And you plug them in there, it's a Pokeball, and you plug in your old cartridges, and it reads that, and then it sends it to your Switch. See, to me, the value of old games, the price they're worth to me dramatically crashes if I can't transfer them up. Like, that's why I don't care about owning, like, an original cartridge of Pokemon Blue. The heck am I going to do with that besides look? Like, all it's going to do is collect dust. Like, if I was going to... I'm not going to find a super game boy or a game boy advance sp put in my copy of pokemon blue and then like play it and then do nothing with the pokemon at the end if i'm gonna play pokemon blue i'm gonna get the virtual console of pokemon blue where it's convenient i'm gonna play through that and then at the very end i can transfer those pokemon out and what's cool about like the virtual console games is they're all hidden abilities so it's like oh cool i got useless hidden ability mewtwo that i can at least transfer upwards like, I just have no desire. Like, if the whole, almost, I would say, most of my love for the series comes from being able to play those old games and then move those Pokemon forward. It's it's a very Pokemon issue, right? 
because can yeah, you think of another game where there's game. artifacts from that game that you want to be able to carry forward? No. It's a very Pokemon issue. I mean, I don't have the same I want to bring, clearly, because I have not brought, brought a ton of my stuff up. Yeah, I know like that's like a very a small part of the fan base is like, I want to transfer these Pokemon forward. I mean, there is some. I, I honestly think it was a like, I know they're worried about it, but that was also, what, 20 years ago when the <laughs> when the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance things switched? And I think, like, honestly, the it was going to come down that they're just going to have to make And they've proven that virtual console things sell so that people can play those games again and switch swap Pokemon in. Like, there's very little reason in the current marketplace... To not be like, we'll just create a new virtual console and you can read downloads, pay those games again and play those games again. And you have until whatever time we shut it off to to do all that stuff. But it's got an end date because we're going to remake money off of those games once we shut those servers down. Yeah. I mean, like a lot of people are like, oh, but why would they remake blah, 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 blah? Because you can still play it on those games and you can still transfer those Pokemon. Well, that now has an end date. That's why they would remake Black and White and Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, and all these things. Because well, that's why Fire Red Leaf Green would... literally exists. Yeah, it yes. is because there's just there is an end date, and there's always going to be an end date. I think Pokemon saddled itself to this dead albatross of being able to interact with every every game and bring things up. 20 years ago, and I don't think it was a great decision back then, but it's the one they've decided to stick with. And it's going to continue to drag them down until they get really creative or well, just say that's not a like, thing anymore. It's funny because, like, I, I still don't think home is worth the cost. What is home? $15 a year. You get 6,000 Pokemon slots, which I don't think is enough for somebody paying that much money. Honestly. And maybe it's maybe because there's two reasons I think that. Number one is because. If I am paying to hoard Pokemon, it is because I'm a hoarder, <laughs> right? <laughs> True. And two, if I'm paying, if I've, I've, if I've given Niantic $60, $70 to hold 4,000 Pokemon, I feel like I should be getting more value out of my $15 in home. Like, like I don't even have an option to expand. I'm stuck at 6,000. So it's like, I have all of these Pokemon in, I have, I have 3,000 Pokemon in Go. I have I have caught and thrown away almost 2,000 Pokemon in Legends. I have tons of Pokemon still in X and Y, tons of Pokemon in Omega Ruby, tons of Pokemon in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Tons of... I, I, I have two... Co- I have a copy of Sword, and then I have another, like, alternate account of Sword, and the only thing the alternate account of Sword is doing is holding more Pokemon. But, Pokemon aside... Okay, this is... It this is my new... Pokemon reality show, Pokemon Hoarders, where we go into mm, Steve's yeah. bank and we just start deleting things. You, you do not need this. Pokemon bring you, do you not joy, spark joy. You don't see what's in my bank. Caterpie. You start bidding and then we cut the lock open <laughs> and then you get <laughs> this it. This is all garbage. It is so hard after what, two years now? I think it's two years for Pokemon Home. It is so hard to recommend Pokemon Home to a Pokemon per- like a fan. Do you have more than a thousand Pokemon? No? Don't get this. The only reason why I'm still paying for it is because I forget when it charges again. And then it says, hey. It charged like two weeks ago, you, right? You bought yeah. Pokemon Home yeah. again. I'm like, 
But you get that Magirna. If you I mean, have all the Pokemon, on, yeah. On Christmas, unlike somebody oh. else. I will say Pokemon Home has been updated more in the last two years than the seven plus years that Pokemon Bank existed. <laughs> but what do you need in Bank? Nothing. But I do think Pokemon Home is a better foundation going forward than Bank ever was. Um, and I think part of that is just because you can access your Pokemon Home on your, your phone. I wish it was a better app, and I wish it was like easier to recommend, but there's still there's still something about it where it just feels like they released it, it's there, and they have no desire to update it, and that in itself also concerns me. I mean, I like it for the GTS. I do use the GTS. When I was trying to get my Magirna, and I'm like, I'm not hunting all these. I am not looking for whatever middle evolution this is but, just but somebody even, send even if you're it to like, me you like gts it's still hard to be like hey for 15 bucks you can gts trade three of them at a time <laughs> i don't know what you know, that's less than two dollars a month i know it, it's not terribly expensive <laughs> but again for less like, than a cup of coffee you can save your pokemon luck. every day luck <laughs> we're not going back there I probably legit sign into home maybe twice a month. And it's usually to look for one Pokemon that I need for something. I sign into home once a week because I've sent a bunch of things from Go in there and I have to go in and accept them or it won't take more. I've never sent anything from Go to home, I don't think. Mm. Maybe. Maybe oh, one do. of the little metal dudes. Now, those went directly into Pokemon. Let's go. Pikachu. Oh, right. I think you can do that. Yeah, you can send them right to Let's Go Pikachu. Go to that park. Yep. Uh, Okay, well. (laughs) Hey, if you wait 13 months, you won't have to pay $5. I want to know what Will's mad at us for. Okay, so last week, and I'll start out by saying the standard Steve disclaimer, if you didn't sign up for the competition, it's too late. Hmm. But both of you guys were talking about, because I was like, where do I go to sign up? Because in black and white days, you used to have to go to the website to sign up. But now you're like, oh, you just do it through Pokemon Sword I made Sword a TikTok about it. You go to, I, don't, I don't have TikTok. Like- you go to the VS menu. And then both of you were like, there's the, the battle stadium on the left. And then there's this other thing, which I've never used. And I have no idea what it's for. This bizarre, y'all, the other one is for when you go physically yes. to a VGC competition in person so that you can connect, download whatever rules they have yes. set for that competition. No, but Steve was agreeing with you, Greg. It's 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 also a spectator I've mode. Never been there. So you can you can use this. So you can be you can mad use at but other Steve me. was agreeing with you. you can yeah, use the like, is me. No, <laughs> I like, know what it is. And I'm like, this is the most standard thing. 99% of Pokemon fans will never need to hit that button. Well, I, have n- I had no idea what it was. That was your chance to educate me and you I both I had never been there and I was like, oh, this is so obvious. And then and you got there and you were like, this is useless. <laughs> no, it's not because I not only... Have I gone to multiple in-person local shop VGC competitions? Uh, my Pokemon League I used to go to in DC was VGC, not TCG, and they would distribute the the weekly tournament rules that way. So did you sign up? Yes, I signed up. I, oh, I'm competitive know. now. Are we going to talk about it? Because I'm 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 the new competitor now. Yeah, we can. Uh... 
I, we can talk about the the IC before break here. Um, I won three out of my four matches. Why did I do four? You might ask. Because I clicked the wrong button and I couldn't back out. Oh dang! <laughs> then but you I conceded. won three out of four. I I seventy. I'm I'm not. I when I get challenged, I am not conceding. Okay. I am going to fight and win, and I did. An so, actual look. I'm not trying to be sarcastic here or bring you down. Uh, you are right now by by with that disclaim disclaimer. You are definitely going to try to do that. Yep. yep. Do do your three wins? They didn't make you want to keep playing. No, PvP is awful. <laughs> <laughs> I thought like you being like I won three out of four matches. It was exciting. I it now wants me to. I, I want to keep playing. No, I I am so, my superiority <laughs> is set in stone. There is no way that I want to. I I've proven myself. I do not need to continually prove myself. Unlike some other people on this podcast, Steve, mm-hmm. who are like, I must show that I am the best at all times. No, I already did. I got a great record. If that was a batting average, I would have people banging down my doors to be like, come play for us. You're Why so good. Why would they good. look at the your record when they would look at your ELO? You have a ranking. An electric Light Orchestra? Oh, what do no, they have to no, do with it? No, no, it's the ELO. Is that's, all, that's all that matters is the ELO. Yeah, it's only the ELO. Yeah. This is how you can tell Greg is certainly not competitive because he doesn't even know what the ELO is. <laughs> I don't know what the ELO is. I know ELO is Electric Light Orchestra, and they're an mm. uh, interesting band from a long time ago. I actually am what, a big fan of the Electric Light Orchestra. What is so. ELO? It is a way of ranking people who are competing based on the number of wins versus losses, but also taking into account like the number of wins and losses of the people that they fought against. So, for example, so, everyone in Pokemon starts at 1,500 ELO. So if you... Oh, you're talking about the rank. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's... Di- the, your ranking's my a rank little bit different. My rank is a million. Because, like, when I ended the tournament, I was ranked, like, 3,000 in the world. I don't know how many people there were playing. But my ELO at the very end of the tournament was, like, 16, 18. So if, if, if we both played a game and it was our first match, we'd both be at 1,500. And if you were to win, your ELO would probably go to, like, 15, 11. And then my ELO would go to, like, 1489. And so then I would be more likely to be matched with somebody around my ELO, and you'd be more mm. likely to be matched around somebody. But because there are, because the Pokemon system is kind of bad, and because there were so many players, sometimes you would get super up paired or super down paired. So when I was like 1580, I got matched with somebody at 1500, which is like to me is very obvious that if, if I'm getting matched with somebody as 1500, it is literally their first game in the tournament. My one loss was somebody who's at fifteen ninety nine. So oh yeah, so you got super super up paired. Yeah, so fifteen like yeah. if if they're close to sixteen hundred after sixteen hundred, you like barely get matched with like you you stop getting like the story teams. Like I fought somebody who was like they had like Inteleon, Wulu, Corviknight, like the very standard typical like oh you caught all these Pokemon and you beat Leon with this team, which is like hey that's a, an accomplishment you beat Leon. Um, hey, Leon was the undefeated champion, so it's nothing to sneeze at. So yeah, the the ELO, the, the, there's there's like three numbers. There's your win loss ratio, and then there's the ELO, and then there's your like global ranking. So then at the very end of the tournament, it will give you your ELO, and then it will give you your 
global ranking. It'll say like, hey, you've placed like eight thousand in the world, and then you'll be able to like redeem rewards, which is what you'll get the the bird from. But I mean, the main thing about to understand about ELO, that I think a lot of people miss is if you lose to somebody who has been losing, it hits you a lot harder in your ELO than if you like win against somebody who's been losing like you, you, you the amount that you move really depends on who you just battled and how well they were doing as yeah. well yeah so if you, if you were if you were 1500 ELO and you played somebody that was 1590 and you lost you wouldn't lose that many points yeah but if you were 1500 and you beat somebody who was 1590 you would go you'd get a, a good amount of credit for that yeah uh the other thing, you know I did want to bring this up before we take a break of I I have grossly underestimated oh there's the statement of the year <laughs> stop right there that's and all you have done. to say clip it, we, we agree it, make everything, it a song everything <laughs> we'll see you guys next Dump week it. <laughs> i have grossly underestimated difficult it is for somebody to get into competitive not necessarily like playing it or like learning it like building a team Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so my friend who plays a ton of Pokemon, right? Like thousand hours in Sword and Shield, has played like the Heart Gold Soul Silver, the Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, the Sun like they played it all, right? Probably a thousand hours in each game. They like to shiny hunt. They're like, I want to get the shiny bird. Everyone wants to get the shiny bird. They did they had the epiphany that I had back in Ultra Sun is that the right word, Epiphany? Ultra Sun, Ultra yes. Moon. Where it's like, uh, I'm assuming if you're going to make me compete to get Tapu Bulu and Tapu Finny and Tapu Lele, then I want to try to build a team. I'm going to look up teams. I, I mean, want to I build. Call that something other than yeah, an epiphany. That's it's not, not an epiphany. Not, not something good. That's that's. Uh, I want to punish myself. Uh, I yeah. could take the easy the, the route. The foolish notion. Or yes. I could decide that I want to try to enter into this scene. Yeah. So in in Ultra Sun Ultra Moon, I was like, I want if I'm going to compete for Tapu, if I'm going to do three matches to get a Tapu Bulu, I want to try to at least win the three matches, right? So uh, let me get the Incineroar. Let me get the Palkia. Let me get the whatever else you were using in Sun and Moon. And so my friend had the same thing. They're like, well, if, if, if I need to do nine matches total, three this month, three next month, three the next month, why don't I just build a team that, I can, that is competitive enough where I can at least try to have fun, I can try to win, I can try to like get into this, and I'll put the work in now so I have a team for all three tournaments. That makes sense, right? That's like mm-hmm. a very logical, like, if I'm going to get into Pokemon... Mm-hmm. These three tournaments have the same rules. They have all rewards I want to do. Maybe I'll try. See, that's that that is the that is your generation's problem. Is you have the thought, <laughs> maybe I'll try. You well, need to be like us, where it's like trying only begets pain. Yes. So it's Don't it's it's actually try. it's classic zoomer, right? Oh, classic baby zoomer. B- baby boomers. Anything that's worth doing is worth doing well. Wrong. Millennials. Anything that's worth doing is worth doing well. Wrong. Gen X? Why would Why you, are you do doing it? Anything? Why would you do Don't that? Don't bother doing it. It's okay? all pointless. Why are you trying? Exactly. You're going to get your heart crushed. So just lie down and sleep. It, that's what the end result's going to be anyways. Yes. They they came to me and they were like, I, I hate competitive because I can't use my favorite Pokemon. I was like, I understand. I learned that lesson early on. Yes. Yeah. And I was like... Tell me what, tell me like three of your favorite Pokemon. We can put one on a team 
it it might not be the best, but I but like we have to use like two legends. We have to use a restrict. We have to use restricted. We can maybe use one or two of your favorite Pokemon, and then like maybe name some other Pokemon, and we can kind of make it work, right? And that's the thing about competitive. You can make any team technically work. It just not, might not be good. Also, there is R. <laughs> also, there is RNG in Pokemon, right? Like you can, yeah. you mm-hmm. can still have a bad team and win. That's the difference between a game like Pokemon and a game like chess. Somebody who is brand new to Pokemon can still beat the world's best. They could still beat a Wolf Glick because of Thunder Wave, because of Burn, because of Misses, because of Critical Hits. If you're brand new to chess, you cannot beat Gustav, whoever the best chess player is. I think his actual name is Gustav. Uh, <laughs> you can't... Gustav, whoever. That's how important you care about chess. You, can, you just cannot beat them, right? There is no RNG or luck in chess. There is only skill. But Pokemon has a huge well, amount of luck. I mean, there's like that tiny, tiny percentage that you're bumbling actually does get to <laughs> like, like the smallest, no, smallest top percentage. The chess player in the world is Magnus Carlsen. Oh, Magnus. Ooh, yeah, they stream on Magnus Twitch. is a great name. Yeah, it's a great name. They said their favorite Pokemon, they were like, I really like Leafeon. And I was like, okay, well, Leafeon works in Sun. We can use Groudon. That's number one restricted. So if you want Leafeon, we got to use Groudon. And they're like, okay. And I was like, are other restrictives going to be Zacian? Because Zacian, there's no reason not to use Zacian. This is the best competitive Pokemon. This is barrier number one that I didn't even think of. They tell me, I've only played Pokemon Shield. I have Zamazenta. Mm-hmm. O- okay. Y- you I didn't did, redeem you- the codes? You got a shiny one for free. <laughs> You just said they were a shiny hunter. Yeah. You know you, you know how Bobby probably is listening to this podcast right now and forgot to yes. do their three matches? Yes. There you go. That, ah. Yeah. They, they, well, they, they enjoy the hunt, not necessarily just being handed a shiny. Oh, the hunt of having to go to GameStop <laughs> to pick up those codes <laughs> is way worse than shiny hunting alone in your house. <laughs> So, like, that is a barrier in itself, right? Like, oh, I played the wrong game. Like, one game has a, the most dominant oh, but, but Pokemon there, in competitive format. So I was like, hey, worse. don't worry. I sped run Pokemon Sword four times. I got four Zacians. I'll let you borrow there's one There's worse disappointments down the line for them, though. <laughs> because, I mean, they're lucky to know you, number one. But guess what? I got a shiny Zacian, and I didn't pay attention to its nature. I think it comes so out I got. Whatever, but you can, like, with so many of these ones, you could get the wrong one. That's true. So I was like, okay, I was like, okay, I was like, okay cool. I'll, I got Zacian. I'll let you borrow Zacian. Barrier number two. They were like, I don't have a Groudon. And I was like, what? Did you, did you, did you not play Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire? Not after Steve complained about those games for yeah. so long. They were like, I played Alpha Sapphire. Did you not do Dynamax Adventure and Sword and Shield? Yes, they did, but they they didn't catch. Like, they were shiny hunting the legends in Sword mm-hmm, and Shield, mm-hmm. so they didn't catch the legends. And they were like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna try to find a Dynamax adventure for Groudon." Spent three four hours. They couldn't get the Groudon Dynamax adventure, which I understand is like RNG in that point. But man, mm-hmm. if you're trying to prepare for a tournament, and all of a sudden you're doing three to four hours of unprepared Dynamax adventure by yourself. And the Groudon you got had the wrong nature. 
that's really sucks the the fun out of it. So I was like, you didn't you didn't get catch Groudon in Pokemon Go? They're like, no, I have no one to raid with. It's like, okay, I did catch a bunch of Groudons in Pokemon Go. Let me move a Groudon from Pokemon Go. In you can now borrow one of my Groudon. And they were like, I have a shiny Litten that I bred. I was like, oh, perfect. Does it have the hidden ability? No, it has Blaze. I was like, okay. So you need the special hidden ability capsule to change its ability. They're like, okay. So they went to the battle tower. They bought the hidden ability. They bought the ability capsule, and they it it doesn't work. And they were like, I bought. I'm out of battle points because I bought some of these, and they didn't work. And now I like I can't change Litten's ability. Oh, you have to go to the Crown Tundra, and the lady inside the Crown Tundra sends, sends, sells you the hidden ability one. It's 200. They have enough of that because they just spent three hours doing Groudon raids to find a Groudon, so at least they have enough currency there. But they were like, how am I supposed to know this? The game never tells me that there's a... And I was like, you know, I never thought of that. You're a, you're a million percent right. Like, the game never tells you. For our audio listeners, Greg and Will are just hardcore shaking their head. The game never well, tells you. We brought you. this up before. The game doesn't tell you a lot of things. It's supposed Very to be the true. thrill of But it of makes sense. If I'm, telling, if I'm helping a person get into competitive and, like, I'm not available and they're like, okay, I want to learn this on my own. And they go to what place makes the most sense? The battle tower? And the battle tower doesn't have the items they're offering? Why would they think to go to the cave in the crown tundra mm-hmm. to be like, I need this one specific battle item? I understand that it was introduced. But, again, for people... For like, there's probably like four people listening to the show right now, and they'll be like, they should have Googled it, or they should have looked it up, or they should have known better. It's like, no, these people are like, like trying to get into this game, trying to like learn competitive. That's also an incredibly poor argument because you have to even know that something could possibly exist to know to look for it. And it's like, I would never have thought that there might be something out there that could change my Pokemon's ability. All right, we got we got the Pokemon right. We got we got all six now. I was like, I'm letting you borrow my Groudon. I'm letting you borrow my Zacian. I was like, okay, so we need to. I was like, I know you have enough candy to get these all Pokemon to level 100. Perfect. They had that. They had all the candy. They were able to get them to 100. That part was easy. I was like, okay, you're gonna go to the Isle of Armor. There's vending machines in the back. You're gonna buy a bunch of vitamins. I'll tell you where to put those vitamins. They were like, I, we, I don't have any money. I was like, what do you mean you don't have any money? They were like, well, the last thing I did in Pokemon Shield was I bought all the clothes I could because I really like the clothes. <laughs> valid. I was like, you know, that's, you know, that's, a va- that's, that's very valid, valid, honestly. The game has great clothes. I understand. 100%. That was a good use of in-game currency. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, well, the tournament has already started. Uh, so you could EV train the old fashioned way, but because you've never gotten into competitive, I'm going to go on a whim being like, mm, EV training the old fashioned way, probably not the best for you. I was like, just send the Pokemon back. I got enough vitamins and money. I can just vitamin them up. The game doesn't tell you about the battle ready mark, which had to do it for like their Litten was originally, they shiny hunted it in sun and moon, I think. Um, so battle ready mark. And the other thing is egg moves. They were like, I went to the move relearner for Incineroar. I can't get parting shot. And I I looked every I like I looked up all the TMs in the game and there's no TM for parting shot. And I was like, oh, parting shot's an egg move. And they were like, well, how do I get parting shot? And I was like, well, you need literally need another Incineroar with parting shot, and then you need to put them both. It was one hurdle after another. 
Mm-hmm. To get this person, like, just six Pokemon, like, to use. And, like, they just, they really wanted to use Leafeon. I thought Groudon was a good pairing. I paired, like, uh, some other Pokemon that they had. They were like, I have a shiny Gastrodon. I was like, great, Gastrodon's great competitively. Let's do that. And at, th- at the end of it, I could sense the frustration of, like, I don't even want to do this anymore. Yep. Yep. So I, I was like, you haven't even started battling yet right like, which and is that's a whole the whole another wave that's of the frustration. frustrating part so so there are two conclusions that we can get from this entire story two very simple conclusions number one omega ruby alpha sapphire was the best yes. game for competitive breeding and getting because you had not only did you have hordes for your evs and ivs but that little island made it so easy to yep. breed and breed and breed until you need what you number was, one but that's not the problem because like that, bo- that 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 you told your story number two <laughs> Every time that you have said in the past year, two year, whatever, this decision by the Pokemon company, this game for this Pokemon game does nothing for competitive. It's hostile for competitive. It's useless for competitive. Every Pokemon game has been hostile <laughs> and useless for competitive. No, sorry. You have okay. finally come to this realist baloney. Here's the thing. Don't tell me Sword and Shield when you just told that story for Sword and Shield. Here's the thing, though. Like, Sword and Shield... Like, I have 20 of every mint. And the reason I have 20 of every mint is because there's there's an island in the Isle of Armor that you should go to every day. And you can get, like, four free mints there. I have been playing this game for three years now. I have no idea what a mint does. I'm sure mints are great. They change your nature. I also noticed I could... I could I could grow mints in Legends Arceus. Why? I have been. <laughs> yeah, why? I have no clue why, why mints are why in Arceus. Why in Arceus? But what? <laughs> why they put X Attack in Arceus either is is uh is out of whatever. There are enough tools in the Isle of Armor to get you ready for competitive if you like explored the Isle of Armor every day, which not a lot of people did. And what you brought up, Will, of like, oh, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire is great for breeding and everything. I think what makes Sword and Shield so great is you can ignore all of that, right? Like, they took a Litten from Sun and Moon. They got it to level 100 instantly. They can just go to the Battle Tower, bottle cap the stats that need to be bottle capped, which means for those that are not competitive, it takes a bad IV stat and maxes that IV stat. So you don't have to breed for perfect IVs. And then you walk across the the room in the battle tower and you buy the correct mint. So Incineroar would probably need Careful, uh, which is like minus special attack plus special defense. And now, now you have a perfect IV, perfect nature Incineroar ready for battle. And then you got to go to the cave to get the hidden ability. So you can, you can do all of that. Without breeding, which I think is great, and I think Sword and Shield is also great because if you're like, I need a, I need a good IV Durant, I can do a Dynamax raid, catch a, do a five star Durant raid, catch a four IV Durant with probably hidden ability, and I'm good to go. Like there are a bunch of options in Sword and Shield to change existing Pokemon that you have, specifically natures or abilities, and. You can do all of that without breeding, which I think breeding was a huge hurdle for a lot of competitive people. Like Not I don't want to. You could s- ride your bike around an island and put a quarter on the little thing, and you didn't even have to do anything. Yeah, but like <laughs> if if I went through the game and I found a shiny blissy bases, blissy bases, yep. But blissy bases are irrelevant. You have candy now. Blissy bases. But they, but it's they the were fun of battling and seeing blissy. 
But but you also have to collect base. find buy candy where you had a set of Blizzy bases you would just go to, and within five minutes your Pokemon was leveled up. Yeah, I'm not saying Blizzy bases are bad, but I am saying like what Sword and Shield has done for competitive has literally let you take any Pokemon that you have just stumbled upon and caught and get it competitive ready. Yeah, I'll with, give you that within like ten minutes. And as as frustrated as. I I, no, I agree it, with what you yeah, have to say. You are yes, correct. correct because I have but all. The, also, I have the money. I have the mints. I have the battle points. Mm-hmm. I have everything. And like as somebody who Which has put a correct. thousand hours into the game, they just they put the a thousand hours in like the wrong slot or whatever, yeah, right? right? Like they still mm-hmm. played I mean, the game, but they didn't the have thing like about the correct resources. Competitive nowadays is that you the way it always was is you have to know that's what you want to do because yes. you have to play those games in a very specific way, and you have to know. And stay on top of the things that the game doesn't tell you. Let let alone all of that biz, which I agree. It's remember my first U.S. Nationals. I drove ten hours to Indianapolis with a jank team because I didn't know about any of this stuff. <laughs> yeah, not only, but then beyond that, you have to know the meta. You have to know the current strategies. Being competitive and actually being competitive is an investment and a specialization. It is not something that is easy for anyone to just jump into. Yeah, and I've said this before, like building a team and actually using the team are completely different skill sets. Correct. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, the other thing that they did, I will give this, is that you can do rental teams, right? So you can get into competitive without having to do all this to see if you like it. The thing about this set is that you can't use a rental team. Yes, you can't use rental teams for official tournaments. You have to know that you like competitive. And nothing in the game as a solo game says, hey, let's see if you like competitive. Because it's all post-game. And it is a tangle of knowledge that the game isn't really willing to untangle for you inside the game. You do have to go outside of the game to learn a lot of these things. And I think that is a downside to the how competitive works because they want to support it, but nothing in the game really has explanations. There's not even like an optional section where you can be like, let me take a competitive tutorial that explains all these mm. things inside the game. There's not like an old man pointing you to a TV. It is just figure it out. The internet did, so go there, which I don't think is I think most games, if they want you to do a thing, should make it obvious in the game that you're playing. I think when you have to be pulled out of it to look it up somewhere else, but you you're know being what? pulled out of that game. I will I will one hundred percent concede because I was watching somebody stream on Twitch, they were playing a game and they couldn't figure something out. And this is like I would even say for the past fifteen, twenty years Nobody makes manuals anymore. Games used to come with an instruction manual, and that's all gone. But here's the question. Did your friend finally try it after all that? I don't think they have started battling, but their team is ready. Oh, mm. Well, <laughs> good luck. Which, which, like, the very first night of the tournament, it was, it was definitely a lot of people that... They here they are. For, you could tell they're here for their three matches. Like they brought that P dove. 
They brought like <laughs> maybe they brought like one legend, and like I I got away from that. Obviously, as your ELO goes up, you you slowly start getting away from that. But you you know your first couple matches, and then the second day it was like. I guess because my ELO was a little bit higher, but I was hearing from other people in like my Twitch chat of like, oh, those those people are gone now. It is just like it is just tournament people. Oh, I'm about to hop in because I haven't done my matches yet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, 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 I will say that I ran into one that was clearly a not competitive team that was clearly a playthrough team. But otherwise, there are people who had like strategies and stuff, but yeah, are also very new to battling. Yeah, I, I kind of wish the ELO system was a bit better because I feel like if if you were matched with people of your skill set, I don't know how it would do it, though. I, it's almost like the, it would it should like read like, hey, both of you guys are not using legends, legendary Pokemon. Let's pair you up together. Mm. I mean, most most pairing systems in most games are bad. Yeah. Right. Like they just don't know how to pair people. <laughs> and it's just like, well, this is. This has been a garbage experience from top to bottom. Yeah, but, I, mean, I mean, I felt bad. Like, I I fought someone, like, again, I fought somebody who had, like, their story team. They had, like, an Intellion and a Gardevoir and a Caparaja. And I'm sure they looked at my team and they were like, oh, Zacian and Palkia. And right. it's like, this is this is the oh, tournament. Oh, like, oh, hey, the news. Okay, he's using Zacian and Palkia, so I know <laughs> when yeah. I'm up against that. Uh-huh. But here's the other thing that one of the problems, that, one of the reasons why I never wanted to get into competitive is because the ones that I like, the the Pokemon that I enjoy, very few make it into the meta. <laughs> you got that right. It, it's <laughs> it is very much when you get into competitive, it's like, well, pick new favorites because I think that's the okay that you though. Like, use, you you fell in love with Roselia because it was able to beat that Kyogre, right? Yeah, in a PVE. Yeah, but if you if you were in a situation where you were kind of like forced to use like Calyrex or Regieleki and like you won like a tournament with that, you would probably have like a different affinity to those Pokemon because you like won right. a tournament with those Pokemon. But I mean, I'm saying that is uh, that is the very first barrier of entry is the things that I love, I can't use here. And there is a cognizant mental block that you have to get over to be like, well, I'm going to give these a shot and hope that this experience is fun enough that it changes my opinion about this. Yeah. And that is not a guarantee by any stretch mm-hmm. of the imagination. I guess it helps for me where, like, very dominant Pokemon, like, like I like Incineroar a lot. And Incineroar is very good competitively, so it's like, okay, every team I'm probably going to build is going to have Incineroar. And I like, right. like Grimmsnarl a lot. And guess what? Grimmsnarl is also great competitively, so, like... I get, and I like Gastrodon. Guess what? Gastrodon also really good competitively. Well, you like, like Pokemon that start with G. Um, <laughs> but you're also a very competitive person. Yeah. Wherein not everybody is driven by that same. I mean, we, we can argue that I'm a very competitive person and I don't like Pokemon competitive. Mm. Yeah. No, I, I get why people don't like Pokemon competitive. And yeah, I, I remember I, when we played Adventure Mart and you cheated me. I remember that. I did that. not cheat you. <laughs> I. I I set a trap. I cannot help that you activated my trap card. Wait, are we are we switching to Yu-Gi-Oh now? No, Adventure uh, Mart is not Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> I was like Look, activating trap cards. I, I had I had one one ploy to play to trick you all into thinking one way, and it worked. And I capitalized on my knowledge. That is 
That is just how you play that, that Greg game. Greg is competitive. We were supposed to go to break half an hour ago. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I didn't think the competitive conversation would take 35 minutes. All right, let's take a quick break. We just have a little bit of Pokemon Go news and a little bit of TCG news, and then uh, that is it for the show. So we will be right back. This podcast is brought to you by Inked Gaming. Ink Gaming is a trusted supplier of premium gaming goods that serves as a one-stop shop for customers all around the world. Shopping around for some fresh gaming goods to add to your stockpile? Yes. Don't look behind me. Find everything you need all in one place when you shop at with Inked Gaming. Inked is a reliable supplier of premium gear and has been since they first started in 2011. They are truly a brand built by gamers for gamers, as they carry all kinds of essential goods, such as playmats, mouse pads, dice, sleeves, bags, trading cards, and much, much more. Some products also have custom design options available that enable you to personalize them with unique designs of your very own. Thank you, Will, for my gift that you gave me. In addition to being a friend, Team Inked is also our sponsor, which is good news for listeners. Having Inked as a sponsor means that we have access to some nice perks, including a 10% off discount that can be applied to your order whenever you shop at inkedgaming.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T, P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. Just use the promo code P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T at checkout and the discount will automatically apply to your order. So the URL is inkedgaming.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. Inked has a rich collection of all top quality items and supplies such as playmats, mouse pads, board games, dice sets, day totes, deck boxes, sleeves, trading cards, and much, much more. And we thank Ink for supporting today's episode. And we are back from our break. All right. This weekend is the Johto Tour. We have a Johto Tour prep guide off Pokemon.com. Uh, it will take place Saturday, February 26th from 9 a... I didn't actually know it started at 9 a.m. I thought it started at 10. It started at 9 a.m. last time. Yeah, that's mm. real early. It's real early. The only I thing mean, opened up all America's but... caribou at that time. The 17 caribous they have. On One every... on every floor. <laughs> 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. local time. They have a uh, coordinate with friends. Uh, if you buy a ticket, you get to choose between gold version and silver version. Uh, each Pokemon, each version serves different Pokemon to you. I think the gold has like Teddy Ursa and then the silver has like Fanfi, Fanpi, sorry, Fanpi. There will be special trades that will allow trainers to that can't trade normally, including Pokemon not in your Pokedex, legendary, special, uh, or shiny Pokemon. You can do six of them during the event. So normally this is one. You can do six. Uh, they tend to require a lot of Stardust. Make sure you have plenty to spare. Even Easy. if you have a if you have an event ticket, different Pokemon will be attracted to incense at different points in the day. You want to catch as many different species as possible. Start collecting incense now. What do you mean start collecting incense now? Pokemon.com. They're paid. They're, they're paid money. <laughs> Throughout the event, you will earn double the candy for hatching eggs, and eggs will be hatching at one quarter the normal uh, distance. Make sure you have your incubators ready. They have some other stuff about, like, make sure you stay hydrated, make sure you have snacks. 
they talk about which Pokemon are good here in like Ultra League. So like be on the lookout for Meganium, Typhlosion, Umbreon, Steelix, Skarmory. For Master League, they're talking about Lugia. For Great League, they're talking about Azumarill. Um, if you care about that kind of stuff. I, overall, I feel like they're not advertising or hyping this up as much as they did for the Kanto Tour. Mm-mm. I agree. They're called Gen 1-ers, not Gen 2-ers. Yeah. I mean, just based off the success of the Kanto, I would assume the Kanto Tour was incredibly successful. Uh, to the point where people were very upset that you had to be level 40 to get a Mew. Are they giving away something special at the end of this? Yes. Unannounced. The, no, it is announced. It's the Apex oh. Pokemon. It's <laughs> like, what? Okay. So it's Apex Shadow Lugia and Apex Shadow Ho-Oh. Why are they Apex? They just do more damage. That's it. They're, are they bigger? Nope. They have like a like a void swirl behind them. That's like kind of the only difference. Mm. So, Greg, you're right. The the Pokemon Stadium Shadows yeah. that's coming back. Gale of Darkness Poke- remake. Gale of Darkness is back. They've had Shadow Pokemon for a long time, <laughs> and they came from Gale of Darkness, but not Shadow Legendaries. And Shadow Lugia. No, we got we've XD. gotten Shadow Lugia and Shadow Ho Before Giovanni, yeah, because has of them. Gale of Darkness, but this oh, is now I, Apex. I don't that is no Giovanni. That is the that is the new is going to be Gales of Apex Darkness, Apex Legends. Apex Shadow Ho-Oh will know Sacred Fire Plus, a stronger version of Sacred Fire. Uh, when Apex Shadow Ho-Oh is purified, Sacred Fire Plus will change to Sacred Fire Plus Plus. That means it's extra. I wish I could make... I wish I was making this up. <laughs> Apex Shadow Lugia will know Aerial Blast Plus, a stronger version of Aerial Blast. When Apex Shadow Lugia is purified, Aerial Blast Plus will change to Aerial Blast Plus Plus. Mm-hmm. Hey, here's your version exclusives. If you're playing gold, you got Spinarak, Gligar, Teddy Ursa, Mantine. And if you're playing silver, you get Ladyba, Delibird, Skarmory, and Fanpee. How can I tell which ticket I bought? You have not picked yet. You buy the oh, ticket, okay. and then you pick the like day of. I haven't even bought the ticket yet. How can I tell if I bought the ticket or not? If you go into the store and it's not there anymore to buy, it means you bought it. Okay. <laughs> you will also get event-exclusive research leading to an encounter with a shiny Gyarados and the mythical Pokemon Celebi. There are also Avatar reward items. Ho-Oh wings, Lugia mask, Ho-Oh shirt, Ho-Oh t-shirt. There's a collection challenge. There's snapshots. Ichu, Cleffa, Iglybuff, Togepi, Tyrogue, Smoochum, Eliki, Magby will be hatching from 2k eggs. There will be five rotating habitats. You'll be able to listen to special music composed by Masuda. You'll be able to complete timed research related to trainer battles. Uh, Eevee will not have a walking requirement to evolve Espeon or Umbreon. Oh, Her- wow. Heracross and Corsola will be available in the wild and in raids. Ah, uh, is Corsola shiny, or did they never turn that on? Mm. They were supposed to turn it on for an event that got canceled for COVID, and then I don't think they ever turned it on. Mm. So, how much is a ticket? Eleven ninety nine. How isn't Umbreon and Esperion tied to 
day-night cycle in the game? Yes. Hot. So you have to evolve. If you want Espeon, you'll have to evolve it before six. Umbreon. After six. After six. Okay. Although I'm sure there will be Espeon and Umbreon raids. That'd be my guess. Yeah, but I have to complete that quest, don't I? Yeah. Oh, here we go. Shiny Pokemon appearing for the first time in Go, including Girafferig, Corsola, Remoraid, Mantine. I forgot they said that, like, like how the Kanto tur- Tour was like, hey, all these Pokemon can be shiny now. Jota Tour is the same way. Mm. You all will also get the letters for G, J, O, R, T, and U for unknown. It does not... I, I'm guessing all those letters can be shiny. It doesn't specifically say, but it does say that... the. All Jota Pokemon can be shiny, so I'm going to guess Why those... Why not H? Oh, no yeah. H. Would it not spell Johto? What word are they trying to spell? What? Where are you seeing the letters? Is it on Pokemon Go? It's on... Oh. It's on PokemonGoLive.com under the Apex link. Uh, what is G-J-O-R-T... What is that spelling? Is it spelling Tyro? No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to spell Johto, but that's not I the mean, case. G-O is for go. Gold? Lugia? I don't know what it's supposed to be spelling. Well, obviously okay. not Lugia. What is... What is... Go-tour. Yeah, but then Johto what's the J? Go-tour. Johto go-tour. They but, just left out the H? They didn't spell Johto. But then you don't need a G for Johto. You don't need a U for Johto either. J. Go... Yeah, okay. Tour. If it's go mm. oh, go Johto tour. Yeah. Well, no, no just J. J for Johto. J you don't get the for, whole word. Yeah, you don't get the whole word. This is dumb. Has H been released before? Yes, they have all been oh, released. Yeah. Oh, Chicago. So they don't need to they don't need to add that in. What? Why not? <laughs> yeah, but they don't need to add any of these letters in. For the world championship or whatever in California, they did like "Let's Go Pikachu" as like the whole, <laughs> the whole thing. Look, I, I, I don't work there. Uh, they did announce community days. Uh, Sunday, March thirteenth, will be a community day. Saturday, April twenty third, will be a community day. Saturday, May twenty first, will be a community day. Um, really great that they announce those early, especially for people who might work weekends and need. Enough time to ask for time off. I'm excited for Johto Tour. I liked the Kanto Tour a lot. I thought it was very refreshing. It was a fun day last time. I'm sure Mall of America will be packed. Mm-hmm. Literally nowhere else to play because it's like four degrees outside. And I have to leave early because I'm going out to my anniversary dinner that night. Although... I'll be better than the pizza. I, I, would, I would wager to bet that this is not going to be more popular than the Kanto Tour. So maybe not as busy. Mm. Who knows? It it will be busy. I mean, there's a lot of people who just play Go who go to the Mall of America. There's so. also a lot of people who go to the Mall of America to shop. Yes. Those people are out of their minds. <laughs> I don't know why. Everything there is like $5 more expensive. It, so, like, why would you? Can, like, the wait, H&M where there. Else, where else will you find a Canada Goose store? Hmm. Canada Goose is sold in a lot of places. Uh, <laughs> but I want to buy it from the Canada Goose store. Oh. Yeah, then, sure. Was Canto Tour only one day? Yeah. What was the one that was two? Go Fest. Go Fest was one. Mo- Go Fest there is was two one, days. There was one, and then the second day was the raids. raid day. Go Fest. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, last bit of news here is the Pokemon TCG Live is making its Canadian debut in limited beta. A new way to play the TCG is on the way. Uh, Pokemon TCG Live will be available in Canada starting on February 22nd. This is just limited beta. At noon, uh, the new digital version of the game lets fans compile an extensive card collection, build powerful decks, battle friends, and more. Players can add cards in, into their collection in numerous ways, including scanning code cards, exchanging currency, earned in-game for booster packs, and participating in daily quests. The Pokemon TCG Live will be free to play and will be available to Canadian players via mobile devices, PC, and Mac. I would probably wager to bet if there's a Pokemon Day announcement, it will be an actual release date for this app that was supposed to come out in September, and it is now February. Mm-hmm. Although, mm-hmm. when Canada got the Unite beta, it was still, what, like over a month before Unite came out. Yeah, I mean, that's it fine. A, they got to yeah, iron out fine. the bugs. Let Canada fall on that sword. We don't have to. I'm I'm now like getting worried because I have piles of piles of these code cards that I have to redeem some way or another, and I still don't know the optimal way. Like I don't know if like do I redeem them in the PTCGO and then transfer them to PTCGL, or do I wait till PTCGL to come out? Either way, though, once once it comes out, they already said that it will migrate one way and then PTCGO is dead. Yep. Yeah. So now that the beta is literally three days away here, it's like I, I need to open that app and I need to like make a decision. Uh, There'll be some overlap time. Yeah, but I don't want to be a Bobby. I don't want to wait last minute and then like, oh, the app is here. <laughs> Yeah, valid, valid, valid. Trust, Bobby doesn't sit on them codes. Like, like I, like I should, right I should just do it this week, and that way, if the app comes out in two weeks, then, I'm good. Then you'll be crying because then you'll be crying when you find out you could have scanned them directly into PTG Live. No, you can you scan them into PCG PTCG Live. I just don't know what the better like conversion currency is. Because I think if you, they have an FAQ about this, I would just have to. There's probably somebody who made a YouTube video about this. Like packs you don't open will get converted into like gems or something. But if you leave like 200 packs unopened, that's better. But then if you have other packs, you should open them before the merger, and then you should like trade, which you don't have. You should like trade because so, you can only have four of every card. Saying is overthink it. Continue to overthink it until it's moot because you can't do anything anymore. Yeah, that's, then just don't do nothing. That's the best course of action. I guess the like worst case scenario, these cards aren't useless. I can still redeem them. It's just I might not redeem them the optimal you way. Might not might get the the full dollar ten for your dollar. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Why is everybody looking for a scam these days? It's like everything's got to be a scam because everything is a scam. I mean, true. Welcome to capitalism. <laughs> I hope that PTCGL is good. I hope so, too. I mean, if there's a viable online method, I might dip my toe into it, even though I can't play my favorite Pokemon in competitive decks there, either. Uh-uh-uh. Mm-mm. You know, your favorite Pokemon isn't Pikachu? They got a lot of Pikachu cards. 
When has my favorite Pokemon ever been Pikachu? When has it not that ever little been Pikachu? mouse hugging great. the limelight from everything? I think little TCG talk, little salt from from TCG side, which Greg may or may not have some amount of input on. But I would say, and I can't speak for Yu-Gi-Oh! I can't speak for Force of Will. Those games are beyond me. But Pokemon is like the one trading card game where if you buy a starter deck, just throw it right in the trash because you will never be able to use any cards that come in a trial no, deck. No, starter decks have gotten much, com- much better. Baloney! They have gotten, they have gotten <laughs> better. Hey, at least they... <laughs> Aren't putting out a commander deck that's actually illegal to play in the format. <laughs> I I will say that there is probably a huge advantage of this game finally being on mobile. Yeah, uh, I play. I maybe play it on my iPad when I'm sitting on a conference call. Where like let's bef- knock some Pokemans out. I don't know. We'll see. I we still don't even know who's making this game. I don't think it's Direwolf Digital, right? No. I think they're no, done. Not done. after Dire, Dire Wolf spilled the tea about not being able to make the game good. And Pokemon Company was like, well, you could have kept your mouth quiet and gotten the new biz, but you didn't. So. I'm pretty sure they only did that when it was clear they were not getting yeah. the contract back. <laughs> Let's be real. The tea comes out when you know the contract's gone and you're like, we're never getting that back. Let's Let's warn the next people coming down the pike. It's just like that meme where it's like the person's like, oh, oh, I've seen all I have to see. You don't have to worry about me. <laughs> don't, don't have to worry about me. Uh, last bit of news here is I believe the Pokemon 25 vinyl album is coming out this week for all of those people that want. They just dropped a new hot track. The Katy Perry electric song on vinyl. Now's your chance. What a talk about like. Earlier in the show, we talked about how like very few Pokemon fans probably have 6,000 Pokemon in Pokemon Home. What is the overlap of Pokemon fans that also want this specific album, but also want this specific album on vinyl? That would be one, you. <laughs> Look, no. I listened to the whole album. I was like, this is okay. There's never, there's not, there would never be a point where I'd be like... Hey babe, turn on the lights. You wanna set the hues to red and put on Pokemon Twenty Five, <laughs> the album on vinyl tonight? Like we, there, those people are out there. We know some yeah. of them. I mean, it's it. It is a collector's thing and not a use thing. Yeah, like they're gonna buy it. They're gonna put it in a record shelf frame, stick it on the wall. It's as useful as your skateboards. Hey, if I get robbed, I could grab one of these and skate away. Maybe, oh, s- oh. like, get oh, I thought you were going to use it to like fend <laughs> off like... the burglar. <laughs> uh, what's our question? Skating away on those things. What's your question, Louis? Not on these roads, no. Let's have the question of the week. I want to hear it now. This is from Brandon. Out of all your Pokemon merchandise, which one would you most likely gift someone? I'd have to give it for my own stuff, which is the thing that is never going to happen. But I think I, 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 I need to vet these questions of the week because once again, this is like I think this is the second time we've had a of all your Pokemon merchandise, and I'm like, uh, I've got one, two, <laughs> three. There's a little. 
Exploat up there for? I've got four Pokemon merchandises. You want to take 25% of my Pokemon <laughs> merchandises? I, mean, I will say this. Uh, the Articuno action figure that I got for Christmas, I would abs- I would absolutely buy that for somebody else. Like if somebody said, oh, I want that as a gift, I would go and get it and give mm. it to them. Because it's really cool. It's actually very well done. Oh. It's very well articulated. I forgot. I got Xerneas and Neveltal down there, still in the box. I, um, I would say an ETB is a pretty good gift to any Pokemon fan. Like even if they're consumable though. Even if they don't like collect cards, I think like as long as they like Pokemon and they were gifted an ETB, I feel like they would still have a pretty good time opening packs. Mm, and like looking fun. at the artwork and being like, Oh, this is cool and then they get like a box and to like store it all in. Then they're stuck with a bunch of cards. But that's what like, like a plush is doing. <laughs> like you give somebody a plush or like a fun co, it's just like, Oh, this is cool and then you set it on the shelf. Yeah, it's so, a decoration. I'm not gonna put a loose cards on my shelf. Yeah. I I also have the additional problem, like, the Floet was a gift from the Irish VGC national champion, or, yeah, uh, Ireland is a nation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when, boy. When he, when he was here in the U.S., the, he, the little sa- safari Pikachu is my memory of that horrible, horrible weekend with both of you. Here, This is why I pulled this question, because I, I have thought of the best gift you can give somebody. All right, all right, all right. You go to eBay. We're already in the bad place. You search for Pokemon Center mystery gift. And then you, whatever this year's mystery gift is, I think it's a Happini. You order the digital Happy Birthday Happini from Pokemon Center. You don't know how this works. In Japan, if you walk into the Pokemon Center and you show them your driver's license or whatever, or you prove to them that it's your birthday month, they give you a free digital code for a Pokemon. Right now it is Happini. Before it's been like Eevee, sometimes it's Chansey, sometimes it's Pikachu. And then that Happini can be redeemed in Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, Sword and Shield, or Pokemon Legends. And it's just a it's just a mystery gift code. And when they download it, it will have the happy birthday ribbon. It will say it was from the Pokemon Center. It'll be in a cherish ball unless you're dumb like me and you redeem it in Legends where there are no ribbons and there are all no cherish balls, so you just get a happy knee and a Pokeball. Don't do that. <laughs> but Why would you do that? It's like it's like fifteen to twenty dollars on eBay. You just and there's just somebody on eBay is going to every Pokemon Center every day for a full month and showing all them their IDs and collecting these code cards and then flipping them on eBay. But look. 20 bucks is cheaper than a plane ticket to Japan. 20 bucks is like a pretty good like gift amount yeah. to spend on somebody. It is something that they can redeem. It'll say happy birthday. They like Pokemon. They're probably playing Sword and Shield or something. Wait, where does it say happy birthday? It's the happy birthday ribbon. Yeah, okay. So uh, my friend spent $20 on a Pokemon I don't care about with a feature I don't care about and a ball I don't care about. Happy birthday to me. Yeah, that sounds about typical. Yeah. Well, what, 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 is your friend going to get you like a Cyndaquil plush and it's just going to sit in the box on the shelf behind you? Never unpackaged still has the tags. This is pure value, that Cyndaquil right there. It's only going up in value. Exactly. My, my birthday gift was that. Yes. Alolan Vulpix right there. Look, I mean, here's the thing about gifts find out what they like. And go in that vein. Like, yeah, you don't think the happy like, birthday happiness is, is... I think it's cute. Uh, it's cute, but again, it's not... 
<laughs> I mean, you're making a lot of assumptions about what they want. <laughs> what if they like Sword and Shield? What if they that's their favorite game? Ah, it's just, okay. That's a yeah. I mean, then, then you're doing the research of finding out what they like and then making decisions accordingly. What if their favorite Pokemon is Happini? That's like a then slam absolutely dunk. That's, the real that's answer to this greatest. question is go buy your own Pokemon stuff. Stop <laughs> trying to raid my inventory. I mean, Brandon. I have a lot of plushies that I definitely would. You know, I got two Sableyes. Actually, I have two Sableyes and one that was homemade for me, so. All right, Pokemon of the Week. Well, oh, I forgot to look up last week's Pokemon. I forgot to look up last week's. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Thank goodness for recent document here in the uh, <laughs> in this little computer. Uh, so I was referencing my last, uh, my playthrough of Pokemon White and how I preferred Zekrom over Reshiram. And I selected the starter that shares a type with one of the box legends and the original mythical for Unova. And its final evolution has a name similar to and possibly derived from a move that many starters of the same type learn as their first stab move around level 5, 6, or 7. You say Reshiram? Reshiram. Reshiram. No, it has to rhyme with Zekrom and Zekrom and Reshiram. Zekram. <laughs> Zekram and Reshiram. It's. Shadot. That it's doesn't sound Shadot. like any move. It's Embor. Embor sounds like Ember, yes. Yeah. It's also uh, Pokemon 500. Brilliant shuffle icon. Really excellent. And, and an incredible shiny. Like, let's be real. Embor for being. Embor has a great shiny. It does, yeah. It does have a really, really good shiny. Uh, Embor is the only starter that has a different hidden ability than its evolutionary relatives. Wait, what's Embor's hidden ability? Oh, Reckless. Oh, Thick Fat. I don't know if Thick Fat would have mattered on Embor. No one's Mm -mm. using a nice type move on him. Uh, Embor has the highest base HP stat of any fully evolved starter Pokemon. Embord is, enti- is tied with Intellion for the lowest special defense stat of a starter Pokemon. Embord is tied with Sceptile and Intellion for the lowest base defense stat. Oh boy. Embord really striking out here. Embord, Samurai, <laughs> and Superior all have the same base stat total of 528. Embord um, appears in Pokemon Battle Chest Black White version alongside Victini. It is the only piece that raises power when damaged alongside Zoroark. Embor doesn't behave like any traditional piece in chess. It kind of full circle here. We talked about chess earlier, and now we're talking about chess again. What mm. is this conquest image of Embor? Why is it ninety percent booty? <laughs> Look, it's doing a, a like Look, a pile. It, a, a, it's a jump doing on a pile you. drive. Yeah, I mean, as the person that spent eighty hours in Pokemon Snap taking booty pics, this is right up your alley. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pokemon Conquest was a good game. It was. They should make it too for uh, the Switch. Why, so announced on Pokemon like, Day. 200,000 units. <laughs> I don't even think Conquest made it to a million units. It got halfway there, I'm pretty sure, last time I checked. Are we ready for this week's Pokemon? I'm always Born ready. Born ready. All right. Uh, unfortunately, I was trying to be... Um, I was very ambitious, and I think I fell short of my ambition. So here we go. Much like Australian power plants, 
you should not attempt to learn how words are spelled from Pokemon names. In recent news, Australia's Ring Power Station suspiciously spelled closely enough to earring to cause confuse the casual reader, located in the central coast of New South Wales, has announced that it will close in 2025 rather than 2032 because of the heavy impact of the growth of renewable energy sources has had on Ring's profitability. In an almost direct reversal of course, the Ring location will be converted into a 700-megawatt battery used to store energy from renewable sources. The government and citizens of Galar would be well-suited to learn from Australia's experience in both naming Pokémon and sources of energy. While this week's Pokémon doesn't burn a fossil fuel itself, like its pre-evolution, it has been noted to drop a major contributor to worldwide CO2 emissions. Potentially, Galar could investigate removing these Pokémon from mine and mine number two and replacing them with the equally palindromic, palindromically numbered Chargebug. And palindromically is a hard word to That's say. That's a toughie. <laughs> Did you get that Chargebug at the end? I got the Chargebug at the end. All right. Hey, thanks for listening. Uh, we don't exactly know when Pokemon Day is supposed to be. Uh, I'm going to expect it's going to be this week before the weekend. Uh, if that is the case, I will be, if it, there is an actual video announcement or something, I will be live streaming that on Twitch. And then that will probably be sent to YouTube so you can get my impressions. And then we'll probably just wait till Sunday. We'll get everyone's impressions. It'll come out on Monday. I am sure that... you. I, I'm sure it'll be exciting, and if it's not, then I'm sure it'll be disappointing. I don't know. It's the 26th year. It's, <laughs> it's not the 25th something... year, so I don't know. Take that for what it's worth. I would expect we're getting something in November. I'm okay with anything. Look, if they were like black and white, nine, expansion pass, expansion pass of an expansion pass, I don't really care. I just want to play something Pokemon related, so I think that's it. Have fun at Johto Tour. If you're going, be safe. Uh, if you're playing outside, that's probably preferred. If you're playing inside, I don't know, wear a mask or something. Be safe. Thank you for listening. If you're watching on YouTube, feel free to like, comment, share. Hey, have you figured out what that what the unknown letters spell? Because I don't. I did. I don't think it's no. There's no H. Yeah, J go tour. J go. That's it. J go tour. <laughs> go tour J instead of go tour K. Yeah, like exactly. you're just denying my intelligence at this point, and it's super insulting. Leave it in the YouTube comments if you figured it out. <laughs> Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. You can follow Greg on Twitter at White Wing. You can follow Will on Twitter before he deletes his Twitter account at Washing the Sink. You can follow me on Twitter at Dragging a Lake. You follow podcast on Twitter at PKMNCast. Um, that's it. We'll see you guys next week. Have a, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. <laughs> super sad. What was that? I figured it out. It spells Jogurt. Oh, yeah. Super Jogurt. Jogurt is the secret word this week.
This show is supported by Patreon. A shout out to all our producers who support our show at a high level, starting with Stephen, Sean, Matthew, Bovine, Kay, Jessica, Jacob, Ryan, Evan, Ryan, Nate, Catherine, Casey, Josh, Smash, Gray, Dylan, Carlos, and Alvaro. And a huge shout out to our executive producers of Steph, Spencer, Courtney, and Brady. Thank you so much for your support. If you would like your name read at the end of the show or you just want to support, it's super effective. You can head over to patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T or ISE.cash in order to support the show if you want to. Otherwise, uh, thanks for listening and we'll see you guys next week.